friends, Devin here. I just wanted to jump in and thank you all for checking out this episode of Good Morning Tamsford. This has been a very fun and fulfilling project, and I'm very happy to announce that we will be moving to a bi-weekly schedule from now on. I do hope that you have enjoyed the show so far, and if you have, please leave us a rating and a review wherever you might find the show. The reviews specifically help us to improve the content of the show and provide a a better listening experience for everyone involved. Now, I could sit here and talk all day, but I'm not going to. I'm going to switch into costume and go be Flynn. All right, (laughs) enjoy. And before I forget, uh, we just wanted to give a quick shout out to Philip Melvin, who did a part of the music for today's episode. You can check him out on Twitter at Philip, that's F-I-L-I-P, Melvin, M-E-L-V-A-N, all one word. That was Tamsford Community College Center Choral Group playing their new age rendition of the famous Dark Bayside by legendary composer Wilhelm Vandenkopper. Stay tuned for Good Morning Tamsford. Good morning, Tamsford. It is a half turn past dawn, so you know what that means. Your favorite morning radio show is here. We are coming to you live from TPR Studio here at the heart of our city of Tamsford. In today's episode, we have some new discoveries, squires for hire, hidden doors, and a bit of my own memory. But first, let's roll that theme song, Erinora. I'm still not used to you being a plant. Who would you think? TPR, Tamsford Public Radio presents Good Morning, Tamsford. Listeners, Aranora, I am here to report that our guildocracy, nay, our very way of life, is under siege this morning. As you all know, voting for the future of guild leadership took place this week. Well, it is with a heavy heart and a healthier dose of skepticism that I report accusations of voting fraud that have surfaced during the election. Supposedly, the Bard's Guild, the very guild I am a part of, is being drugged through the mud for, quote, The fabrication of votes via the fabrication of voters. No, Erinora, that would only make sense if you had actually succeeded in your doppelganger spell and you both had voted. Right. Well, listeners, we're going to go to the stones real fast and see what everyone on the street is thinking about the claims. Hello, Cinder. You are live on Good Morning Tamsford. Ah, yeah. This is exactly something the Bard's Guild would do. What's that, what's that word about uh, uh, fabricating votes? And why would you say that? Well, they're a bunch of mamby-pamby yodels, spending their whole day playing loud music, getting drunk. But when they die, get beat, with somebody strong, they're ready to lead the throw up their arms. Say that the person uh, committing voting fraud or some such. Well, there are potential witnesses that say they can prove the claim. Yeah, well, I could throw a pig from a catapult don't mean it's flying. I guess you have a point. I take it you voted for Mick Carter then? I did. He knows what good for the guild. This ain't 
any different than that loot get missed from last year. Turned out to be a hoax. Any distraction. They did prove that part- just a mouthpiece for whoever run that guild. That's why Arnie, the last gal, was replaced. Because them guild honchos wasn't a puppet like you on there to sway my opinions. But I won't be having it. I won't have your propaganda no more. Ain't one of your sheep. All right, listeners. Well, that was an eye-opening start to the investigation. And I look forward to future interviews. And now let's go ahead and pivot into uh, less pressing news. Investigations have begun for the two arrests made earlier this week of the individuals claiming to be from the Adventurers Guild and robbing unicorn lilies from local floral shops. Edvar Callahan and Emilio O are claiming that they were placed under a geas or suggestion spell by the local crime organization, The Knockers. If true, that would make this the second incident with The Knockers this month alone. We will continue to keep everyone updated with as much information as possible on this. On a brighter note, acclaimed historian Doreen Galwin has supposedly found not one, but two entrances to an ancient dwarven mine near a very own Tamsford. She came into the office late last night with the news and was speaking with Dal. You all know Dal, our late night DJ and resident cartographer. Well, supposedly, the two have a great rapport, and she wanted him to be the first to know, with his connections at the station and all. I just happened to overhear as I passed by the break room, and in the vein of good journalism, decided to pass the news on to you, listeners. Oh, hang on. It appears that station management has just teleported into the room. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I am being told that an official press release was going to be handed to me later in the show. But now that I have beat them to the punch, I no longer have to wait. Here's the release, minus what you have already been told. Read that, read that, read that. Simply, Dal and Doreen are going to be jointly investing in an exploration of the mines with co-sponsorship from our radio station's president himself, Jeremiah Bigglesonworth, and of course, the O'Flanagan family. They're also looking to build a team that will dive into the caverns with them. So, if you are a registered Bards or Adventurers Guild member, please head on down to the TPR station to apply. I wonder what they're going to find down in the mine. Maybe another door? Or perhaps, and more reasonably, we'll find clues as to the creator of our one door. The last piece of news is from the community newsletter. A troop of Dragon Scouts will be down at the Guild Meet public meeting space doing their annual Squire Auction, in which you can bid on and win the services of a Squire for a day. This is very exciting, as the station normally participates and brings on a couple of Scouts as interns. We will have top bids and participants live on air tomorrow. I wonder if station management will be bringing on a radio intern, or if all the interns will be set aside for the mysterious and shadowy Department of Affairs, past, present, and future. Listeners, since I joined TPR, this has always been a fun and light-hearted event, the Squire for Hire auction. It gets new blood and fresh faces in the office. I am told no one from the radio staff has been into the Department of Affairs since the inception of the radio station, but every year, station management gets a few interns turns and nameless vagabonds for support and essential tasks in the DOA. Heck, we throw them a party in which we celebrate them and their nameless selves. We break glasses and drink 
so much mead. And I am talking a lot of mead. The Tavern of the One Door just wheels in entire barrels of mead for these parties. But then, when we're all tuckered out and inebriated, station management takes the interns and nameless vagabonds down those stone stairs into the basement. And then they take them to that large iron door at the end of the hallway. The one with the runes in an ancient and frightening language. And then we never see them return. Now, of course, it could just be that I work early enough in the morning that I don't see them leave. It's not like we have, I don't know, uh, some ancient being of awful power locked in the basement of the station that is fed interns once a year in exchange for its ability to scry into any place or time. No, 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 no. That'd be so uncharacteristic of TPR and against the very mission of this station. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Have you ever considered lending your body and your mind to the medical and magical advances? With as little as 15 minutes at your local Bramble Branch Medical and Magical Treatment Centers, you can help bring magic to the next level. Head on in to your local Bramble Branch Medical and Magical Center to find out more. Welcome back, listeners. Word is coming in that no new door has appeared today, and Flagon, owner of the Tavern of the One Door, has since sent everyone home to focus on the continued recovery effort from the knocker's attack earlier this month. As a reminder, where it is rare, there are instances where a new door may not even appear. The magics governing the door are wild and beyond our understanding. However, in times like this, it is fun to look back at past doors we have had in the Tome of Doors. What's that, Ernora? You've really never looked into the Tome of Doors. It is a splendid method that the owners of the tavern have devised to track the doors. You see, listeners, each morning, one of the O'Flanagan family members heads down into the tunnel to witness the new door. Then, they will look through the Tome of Doors to see if a similar one has come through the tavern before. Then, by hand or by magic, they will pen the new door into the books. Several copies of the tome have been made that are all linked to the original and that the public has access to. A couple of these copies can be found at Balthazar's Academy of Higher Learning, the Guild House in Guildmeet, and of course, the sister book in the lobby of the tavern. Occasionally, when I'm checking the work boards at the Bard's Guild House, I'll pop over to poke around in the Tome of Doors. My favorite one is a mighty looking door made of wood with uh, reflective properties. Gleamwood, as it was dubbed by Zorn the Studious. As you step to the left or the right, the door shimmers and, well, gleams in various hues of browns and grays. Simply marvelous. Whoever the penning illustrator was did a fantastic job. I suspect it was probably done by a spell. The inscription for the challenge was, Awakened trees made of the gleaming wood defended a small nest of fairy-like creatures. When the trees were beaten back, Zorn and his team left the fairies to continue life in the hollow they were discovered in. Zorn also left a couple of earth elementals to replace the trees as guardians of the hollow. Loot pulled out included a couple of simple swords, several bags of holding, a bag of pixie dust, and various potions. Now, listeners, it's a known controversy by door scholars as to whether Zorn should have brought these fairies back for study, or if he did the right thing in leaving them. In his personal drawings, they look like a mix between merfolk and like an eagle or a hawk. It is my personal opinion that he did the right thing, and part of the reason I go back to that drawing so frequently. It proves that sometimes we must look at these doors differently, and that the goal isn't always treasure and gold. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, I do hope my recollection of that door is enough to sate your curiosity in the Tome of Doors, as it looks like we won't be able to continue on this educational dive further. 
we have breaking news coming in from the field from Zimis the Black. What do you have for us, Zimis? Zimis, can you hear me? Are you there? I have become a mouse. I shall scurry along the floorboards. Why would you need to become a mouse? Shush, shush, small radio man. Listen. It was simple, really. All we had to do was make a few dozen sentient weapons, make them pass the guild exam, and coerce them into voting. How did you convince them? Threatened to throw them back into the forge they came from. I must go. This beer is... What was that? Zim, are you there? Hello? Zim, can you hear me? Are you safe? <laughs> well, there you have it, listeners. TPR at the bleeding edge of this investigation, and we will bring you more as it develops. You could say the mouse hole grows deeper, and with it, our hunger, both for information and for the fact that it is lunchtime. We will be back later with more on this story and a dive into the Tome of Doors with the Daily Door Review Show. For now, we pass the waves over to Claudia Dean for the Lunch Rush Radio Show. Today, she has a very yummy smelling Owl Bear's Eggs Benedict recipe for you all, and I hope you enjoy. Good Morning Tamsford is the companion project to our Tavern of the One Door one-shot guides on our website, thebardpodcast.com. They're a free supplement product for Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaigns or standalone one-shots. Head on over and get our first room, Cave of the Four Tribes, in a few quick clicks. Again, that's www.thebard.com podcast p-o-d-c-a-s-t dot com flynn is voiced by our own devin steffens zimis the black is voiced by robbie moen additional voices by quinn langton brianna steffens jim sigmund and daniel studervant today's magic word is rendezvous two figures meeting on the grassy knoll in the dead of night smiles are traded hand reaching for hand then a flash of steel and only one figure runs off to meet the day. Now, unless you're going to make a sacrifice to keep me around, I shall be going. <laughs>